What greater gift than the love of a cat? Charles Dickens. Welcome to Tea, Toast, and Trivia. Thank you for listening in. It's wonderful to be with you today from sunny Vancouver. We love to have you part of our community and look forward to having many conversations. Dave Astor and I are once again bridging the 3,923 kilometers between New Jersey and Vancouver to bring you the first podcast in the Misty series. Every morning without fail, my mother Frances and I meet up via Facebook with Misty and Dave on their adventures. This morning, when we went into the woods, Misty advised us that he thought the theatrical productions may be coming back. Misty is a futurist. He is my philosopher, and I look forward to his wisdom every day. Following Misty is not for the faint of heart. You will walk on fences, jump over open gates, run across the grass, meet up with deer, and trudge through the snow. Misty reminds me that living in the now Embracing the power of being present creates a sense of well-being and of being whole. I am thrilled that Dave has graciously agreed to share Misty's remarkable story with us today. This is your invitation to put the kettle on and add to the conversation. We would love to hear your thoughts on tea, toast, and trivia. Welcome, Dave. Welcome, Misty. Thank you, Rebecca. It's really great to be back, and uh, Misty is very happy to be on this podcast. I know that Misty is in the background overhearing our conversation and smiling benevolently on us. I think so. He likes attention. This is his first podcast attention. Give him a big hug for me. Uh, I will. Thank you. Who is Misty, and how did you come to meet Misty? Well, Misty is a cat. Got him in December of 2017. Very serendipitously, there was a flyer on the door of our apartment entrance, and Misty was on the flyer available for adoption. We hadn't had a cat for five years. Our previous cat, Angus, was a wonderful cat, an outdoor cat. He just couldn't stand to be inside. He unfortunately died of leukemia. He was sick for over a year, so very painful, and we didn't get a cat for a while after that because of what we went through with Angus and what he went through. And we also went through a move uh, during that period. But here was this flyer on the door, and we had been kind of thinking, yeah, maybe it's time to finally add a cat to our household. He was staying in a house next door to our apartment complex. He wasn't getting along with the two cats there, so they couldn't keep him. The two cats had been there already, and Misty was sort of the new kid in town. We also found out that before he was in this temporary house, he had lived with a couple which who unfortunately got divorced, and the woman kept Misty, but her apartment did not allow cats, and she was so attached to Misty that she kept him in kind of a, a little carrier in a nearby garage, which was a miserable life for Misty, but she couldn't bear to give him up immediately, but finally decided that it was best he go to a place that, where he could move around and everything. So hence the flyer on the door of our apartment building and all the other apartments in our complex. We met Misty. We loved him immediately and adopted him. 
We brought him home it was about a two minute walk <laughs> from the house to our apartment. So it was not the incredible journey by any means. He's very friendly, you know, just a really great cat. But after a few months, we could see he was getting kind of bored. We lived in an apartment which is not that large. He was kind of cooped up, didn't have a lot to do, even though we played with him as much as we could. So we came up with this idea of taking him for walks. Our, our previous cat, we had just let out and come back when he came back. And of course, he would get into fights occasionally and pick up diseases and whatever. But we thought walking Misty would be kind of a, a nice half-compromised measure between keeping him inside and, and having him go outside. We bought a leash and took him out. He was just stunned at being outside after all those months. We held on really tight to the leash uh, at first because he didn't know where he was going. Gradually, he learned the apartment complex property and gave him a sense of what the borders were and then gradually let go of the leash, but just kind of walked right behind him. And he'd just kind of walk around and occasionally run, but usually stay within our property. Once in a while, when he tried to leave the property, we just kind of grabbed the leash and kind of gently pull him back. It just became a thing every morning. And he couldn't wait to go outside. He'd be pacing back and forth while we got ready to take him out. We'd meet neighbors who would just be kind of surprised to see a cat on a leash as opposed to a dog. And then uh, after a few weeks or maybe a couple months of that, I thought these could make nice little videos on, on Facebook. I started taking videos and posting them uh, here and there, not every day at first. It was kind of fun for people to look at that. And then gradually, a few months later, I thought, you know, if I could put funny words in Misty's mouth, it would just add to the enjoyment. So I would do it in kind of his voice, and he would comment on life and misjudge things and remember his meetings with various animals. So now I, I do that every day. My wife, uh, Laurel, and I tend to alternate walking. I usually take at least two videos whenever I walk them, so that I'll have one for the day that Laurel's walking them. <laughs> So uh, they, they do get posted every day on Facebook. And a lot of people, including yourself and your mother, Frances, and others, look at these videos and comment on them. And it's a lot of fun. What's interesting is that Misty has a following. And your wit comes through so beautifully. And it is so fitting for each one of the videos that we have to laugh. Every time I go by, it gives me a lift for the day. It shows how much we depend on fellow creatures to give us that boost for the day. And they, just being themselves, do that. That's true. And it's helping them, too, because he gets exercise and enjoyment and gets to do cat things like scratch at the ground and sniff things and whatever. And we get exercise, so it's just kind of great all around. Whenever I meet up with Misty, there is resolve and strength in his movements. But that wasn't always the case, was it? That's true. When we got him in late 2017, once in a while he'd be kind of short of breath, but since he was inside and not really that active, it was never anything that serious. But a few months later, he had some episodes where he was having trouble breathing. The worst one came when we were actually away. We were in France on a, a trip that we had planned months before we even got Misty. So we felt guilty about leaving him, but the trip was planned and... I guess he, maybe he was somewhat stressed with us gone, although we had a cat sitter come three times a day. He had an asthma attack. The cat sitter brought him to the vet. When we came back, we go over the care, and he definitely was diagnosed with asthma. We were told to give him pills, which, as you know, cats, 
it's a hard time getting them to swallow pills. You kind of mash them up and put them in their food, and the food tastes different, and they don't eat the food. And we kind of got the pills into him sporadically, and he was still not doing great. And then in July of 2018, he had a really severe asthma attack. We had to bring him to a veterinarian hospital, and they put him in an oxygen room all night. If we hadn't done that, he might have died. That really helped him. He was in real distress. And then after that, we were told that we could try using an uh, inhaler, as a human might do who has asthma. We were kind of intimidated, like, how do you do that with a cat? But you basically take this medicine, you stick it in the inhaler, you put it against their mouth, and they breathe for like 10 seconds, and decided to give him a treat when he was done, so he would be attracted to it. And also, he was attracted just by the fact that it made his lungs feel better. We started doing that, and within a week or two, he was breathing totally fine. It made a huge difference. And it doesn't have any side effects like pills. Like, even if you get the pills in a cat, it could cause kidney problems and things like that. We do the inhaler every day in the morning and the, in the evening. It's expensive, but it's totally worth it. And he almost senses what time of day he's due for the inhaler. He'll come into the dining room, he'll jump on the table and kind of look at us and I get out the inhaler. He's kind of a, a special needs cat, but uh, he's doing really fine. A question in everyone's mind when they have the ability to have a cat or a dog is the question, do you think that Misty is a pet or a friend? I consider him more a friend. I mean, I know he's a pet. It's probably on his passport if he ever had a passport. He's very friendly. I mean, cats sometimes have a bad rep where they're considered kind of standoffish, and there's a little of that to them, but he's also very loving and friendly, and he comforts me. Uh, I comfort him. I consider him a friend. I, I don't think a friend has to be human. I've read that they can make people healthier, so like even though they're not consciously doing it, their presence calms a person, and I know our presence makes him feel better. He's a people cat. He likes to be around people when he's not napping 16 hours a day. I feel our animal companions are, are, are friends and, yeah, as well as pets. I think they take care of us. I often wonder if they think that we are their pets. Yeah, there's definitely something to that. We have responsibilities to our four-legged friends. They include the basic necessities such as food, water, toys, shelter. But I believe our greatest responsibility is to love them. Do you agree? I definitely agree. They know if they're loved, and they love back in, in their way. As we're talking right now, Misty just came in the room. <laughs> oh, you see? I knew he would come. Oh, there he is. Oh, yes. I would argue that our four-legged friends give us more than we imagine. We think we save them. But I believe it is the other way around. They save us. That's very well put. Just kind of mutual saving. So I make like a great savings and loan bank commercial. <laughs> <laughs> I have read that our friends are good for our health. They give us unconditional love. And as you said, emotional support. So when I pet a cat or a dog, I feel this enormous sense of goodwill and well-being. I wanted to know if this resonated with you. I agree. It's, it's palpable. Like when you pet an animal and they respond, it just feels so good. I can believe that it, it really is healthy. Dave, thank you for sending some videos. 
I am going to be putting together a video adventure of Misty because I know people will want to know what Misty is all about after we've talked about Misty on this podcast. Thank you for sending all of those wonderful adventures. Could you tell us the adventure that you had today? This morning when I took him out, he was kind of sitting, twiveling his head, kind of looking at things. A deer appeared about 50 feet away and Misty was just kind of staring at it. And our apartment complex gets deer occasionally. We have plenty of grass and vegetation and I'm glad they come to visit. In a situation like that, Misty will often be a little cautious. He'll, he'll either stay where he is or maybe casually walk away. But this morning, he just walked towards the deer. He got within maybe 10 feet or so, or I'm not sure exactly, but deer were just kind of staring very still, and Misty was just kind of looking. It was all very calm. Uh, Misty and deer get along well. Neither gets that agitated, unlike Misty chasing a squirrel or something. Basically, that was uh, what happened this morning, and I put it on Facebook. I usually keep it to under 30 seconds. And the caption I put into Misty's mouth this morning was something to the effect of, uh, I know I should be walking in the other direction, but I wanted to get a closer look at this weird-looking dog. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was almost a Zen moment for them. Yeah, it it really was. I mean, it's it's amazing uh, interspecies uh, communication. On some level, they're communicating that they're not a danger to each other or that they're curious. It was really nice. I think you know cat language. I am certain of it, Dave. I think you and Misty have these conversations, and I believe that what you write on those Facebook pages is exactly what Misty has said to you. I think there's something to that. Some of the things I write are things that he could theoretically be thinking about. For instance, this morning he definitely sees more dog than deer, so maybe he associates bigger animals with mostly being dogs. As you know, you've been a cat owner in the past. You can really communicate with animals. When Misty wants something, I almost always know what it is, whether it's to be fed, to be petted, to to have his litter changed. They really communicate all kinds of body language, occasional meows, maybe bumping you to get your attention. One thing I do know about Misty is that he is very brave and very courageous. It is not easy to not be able to breathe. And because you and your wonderful family have taken care of Misty, he takes care of you. Thank you. Yeah, that's beautifully said. I think he is very grateful, and uh, we're also grateful to him for gracing us with his presence in his life, or his nine lives, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I think, Dave, the word gracing is the perfect way to end this wonderful conversation. Thank you so much for joining me on Tea, Toast, and Trivia. Thank you for sharing the incredible story of Misty. It is a reminder that every one of us has a story. Every creature that walks this earth has a story. And when we tell the stories, we become stronger together. You're absolutely right. Every animal does have a story, sometimes dramatic, sometimes not as dramatic, but they do. Thank you for coming, Dave. I am very happy you've been with us today. Thank you for inviting me. Will you and Misty come back? Uh, Sure, I would love to. Misty would love to, too. (laughs) Thank you for joining Dave, Misty, and me on Tea, Toast, and Trivia. And thank you, Dave, and thank you, Misty, for sharing your stories and for giving joy to my day. My daily walks with Misty and Dave continue to inspire me. 
Misty's wisdom and Dave's humor is a compelling combination. You can connect with Dave on Dave Astor on Literature. There is always an adventure in reading and in excellent conversations waiting for your arrival on his blog. And I know that I will be talking to Frances later on and she will say to me, Did you see the adventure of Misty today? And I say, Yes, I will always say, Yes, I have. And until we meet again, dear friends, keep safe and be well.